Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It is Game That Tune back in the house for the first time in the year 2021. Oh, oh man, what a show we've got coming up tonight. It's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore. Say hey. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. Oh, yeah. It means it's time for Game That Tune, baby. Man, oh man, it's good to be back. If uh, if you're just joining us on Game That Tune, which realistically you could be, because, you know, it's New Year, you're checking out new Twitch channels, you're just punching in random search terms and looking for something to watch on a Wednesday night, you're ignoring games done quick or the state of the country, you're just checking out <laughs> Twitch and you want to see these four knuckleheads talk about something, what we're going to do here is listen to some video game tunes. We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner before we win on break, the winner of 2020, as it were, is uh, John Reed. Nobody. Pretty sure we got on record. You, uh, you're the winner of 2020. Uh, you know, last year's winner. And you get to pick the theme for our first episode of this new year. So what do you got for us, Johnny? Well, you know, I went and did a lot of reflecting and, and a lot of deep introspection and, and thought very hard about it. And then I threw all that out and decided we should do a free play. Game That Tune! Free Play! John Regan says... Beatles. Wait, no. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. I am uncomfortable naming any fictional character as a waifu. What? Get you a pee and poo bag and <laughs> marathon through Persona 4 Golden. <laughs> it's a bold strategy to get so fat you explode out of your clone stable. <laughs> but it works in certain missions. I have all of their albums. Um... The bitch was importing them. What? John, how many Vespas are in this game? Like, over the 96 hours, how many Vespas will I see? I, I like the idea, though, that the Joker from Batman is Johnny's waifu. <laughs> I'm sorry, Johnny. What, what analogy what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Fucking butter rats, man. By all means, John, declare yourself the winner of 2020. This bit has gone on way too long, and it has no good payoff. Mm. Short and sweet for our first free play jingle of the new year, baby. Uh, I almost made it strictly just that last David clip of this bit has gone on way too long and has no good payoff because that describes so much of what we do here at Game That Tune. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we occasionally have good payoffs. Exactly. No, the, yeah, remember the August Absurdity this year? What a payoff. The payoffs are payoff. the games we tune along the way. Yes. Thank you, John. Well said. Man. Can we get that put on like a you know should we just start like a like an inspirational motivational like you know book mm -hmm. series 
the games we tuned along the way. Or t-shirt. Oh, I was thinking shirts, but I like whole book series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's publish our podcast in book series. Uh, but in the meantime, <laughs> what we're going to do is start the game. Uh, we got five fantastic games. We got a great fan request, and we're just happy to be back and goofing off with you guys. So uh, thank you for listening, and let's get into it, Johnny. Start us up. Game one. Uh, this game, the fuck, 
It was real hard to find trivia for this thing. Alright, um... This game is, uh... Is a post-apocalyptic game. Um... Where you play as vampires. And, uh... There's also, um... Music done by Japanese heavy metal group, uh, The Vamps. Yeah, yeah. All right. How do you guys feel? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. All right. Let's see. All right. We got a uh, Johnny drew a dick of some sort 
looks angry. Um, <laughs> John says, is the answer Underworld? No. And David with the right answer, Code Vein. See, John, you forgot the vein. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, you would have got it right if there was a big old vein in there. Need a vein, baby. That's the Code Vein. Um, so yeah, this is uh, Code Vein. It is um, sort of a, uh, a Souls-like, um, but it's about anime vampires in a post-apocalyptic um, world. And it's 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 pretty fun though. Um, it's I feel like it's a little more approachable than like the Souls games because, um, um, like, I can beat bosses and stuff in it. Like I've actually oh okay yeah okay. I've, I've actually progressed in this game and that like, makes a difference. Like uh, I think in the first Dark Souls I couldn't even beat the first boss despite you know all the um, grinding I did. I just could not fucking. I could not do it, and um, I was gonna say when you started off, it's like it's a post-apocalyptic vampire game. Like, all right, I'm listening. It's very Souls-like. I'm out, but it's approachable. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go on. Yeah. I might be in. Uh, yeah. I don't like it, but you know, if it's playable, I might not hate it. Like, <laughs> what What's I, really handy is like you have like a. A companion that like follows you and fights with you and um so i've been making like a range character so half the time this dude just runs in with his like gigantic sword and just starts like fucking things up and i'm just like shooting magic or um firing my rifle at stuff so um it's it's been working out pretty good it's um like the bosses are pretty challenging but once you figure them out i think there's one boss that I died like three or four times, but then you know I figured it out and and finished it. You know, it and like I said in the Souls game, just for some reason there's a weird disconnect where I cannot kill a boss. <laughs> I mean, I think that's part of the programming of those games. They're not made to be like fun. It's just meant to be uh, hard, <laughs> and that's yeah, I guess fun for someone. I don't I don't know. I don't understand yeah. the Souls I appeal. Should, I think it's really supposed to give you that like sense of accomplishment like oh I died 30 times but now I've won. Yay. But I'm 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 more the gamer who's like give me a button to push and get a treat and then I feel fulfilled and happy. Yeah. See, but also like I'm all for that kind of you know shit in like I don't know, a Mega Man game. Where it's like, okay, well, I got a game over, but I think I pretty much memorized the pattern of that level, so I'm going to go back in and try it. Not like, I'm just going to fight this boss for a few hours, and hopefully <laughs> I just dodge you know, the correct attacks, and I'm wearing the right armor with the right like stats and shit. No, I'm not yeah. not so into that. <laughs> I can play like a roguelike or something like Super Meat Boy, right? It's something where you like die and respawn quickly again and yeah. again and again. Celeste. I love those. <laughs> Celeste, yeah, those yeah. are all great. Yeah, um, and I will say, I'll, I'll I'll take that kind of punishment on a final boss, not on a first boss. <laughs> like, I you know, I played uh, Metal Gear Revengeance, and the final boss was giving me a lot of trouble, but it was worth it to beat him in the end. Like, you know, the big you know crazy senator injects himself with nano machines and yells, "He's going to make America great again." I'm like, I have to kill this man, <laughs> and so I did. It, I didn't care how long it took me; it felt great. Um, you are just talking about like you know I can I can deal with that in a Mega Man game, 
not like a Souls game. Like now I really kind of want a Mega Man game that's 3D open world and like medieval. Like you're just in blue plate armor running around fighting all sorts of like strange knights that can shoot snakes and lasers at you. Are you saying like Mega Man gets sucked into a vortex and like he's the only thing at a time in like a medieval setting or medieval Mega Man himself, like a, a blue knight? Yeah, like medieval Mega Man himself. Okay, mm, also no, intriguing. See, <laughs> I would love a Teenage Mutant Turtles 3 style Mega Man game. That would be great. <laughs> In, in what way would that be great, John? That movie sucks ass. Mega, Mega Man of Tsushima. <laughs> oh! I'm into that. Um, Feudal that's Japan. That's not what this is, unfortunately. Uh, you know, so, are these anime vampires in any way like Mega Man, Jesse? Um, actually, I mean, yes. what is a vampire yes. if not a Mega Man? So, he- so, the main character can like absorb like souls of other like vampires and then get no their, way and then He's essentially and, Mega Man and then get their abilities so yeah so yes this does have a Mega Man vampire um, all right now you're really speaking our language yeah. <laughs> yeah. is this basically like dungeon crawler Castlevania Dawn of Sorrows well so I did because you make your own character and I did make my character kind of Simon Belmontish looking um which is funny since he is a vampire, so it's like... I was about a... to say, but you're playing a vampire! That's <laughs> I know. Like... <laughs> Why would you do that to poor Belmont? That goes against the canon, Jesse! <laughs> That's great, and I love it. Yeah. yeah. So, love um, canon. And it's great, because there's like all sorts of different weapons. Um, I'm currently using a... They call it a bayonet, which, but it's basically a rifle with a big blade on the end of it. And um, it I mean, can... that is what a bayonet is. I mean, yes, that is. <laughs> But there, I Jesse, know. I hate to tell you this. That's exactly oh. what a band is. I thought it was a, a Wii U exclusive. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's a gamepad covered in hair. Yeah. There's no sexy woman at the end of my gun? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this game's... Although, okay, so... I'm all about all shapes and sizes, but there's this one main character woman that's shaped so strangely to me... And it's like, I know the Japanese like to make things, you know, bigger, you know, but holy crap, this character is just like, it, it does not look like she can stand for one. Like, like she should just constantly be falling over. Maybe it's her vampire powers, but every time I have to interact with her, it's just so like, like, come on, is there like a slider I can fix this with? Cause like, come on, someone is, someone's pulling a joke, Japan. Come on. I'm super intrigued by this now. This sounds... Uh, I gotta see it. <laughs> and some like, vampires can turn into mist or turn into animals. Some can have super strength. And some basically just have spines made of steel. Must exactly. be. Because, like... Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's way too obnoxious. I cannot... I, in a cut and cut scenes, it's even worse. Because they constantly <laughs> just kind of jiggle a little bit. And it's like... Are it's you, keeping up traditions, Jesse. It's, it's well, a video game tradition. Like, are you, <laughs> you should see a doctor, maybe. Like, something's going on inside you. That, you know, I, I'm trying to think of a way that vampirism would justify, like, monstrously huge titties. And I, I don't know enough about, like, vampire mythology. Like, you know, are their titties weightless? What? Or, like, <laughs> you know, like, if they look at those titties in the mirror, are they actually just normal size, but, like, their outward appearance is enormous or something? Like, yeah. You know, the titties I, I, can turn into bats? That's a double exactly. note. Are, like, are they just nesting bats? <laughs> 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 
Are there, are there bats in the titties? Afraid <laughs> uh, of bats in the belfry? We got bats in the titties. Mm -hmm. Stay out of my journal, guys. Yeah. <laughs> God New damn idea. it. <laughs> yeah. uh, those bat houses <laughs> you know, help bat populations, but shaped like titties. Um, no. It's not, though. So, yeah, no, I, I have no uh, no idea why they would make someone with uh, amazingly huge breasts. I, D Jesse, I'm going to need you to drop us a link so I can, you know, review this in our uh, in our downtime. <laughs> um, God, this is just Dragon's it, Crown it, all over again. It no, sounds like it's worse. checking a lot of boxes. <laughs> I don't know, worse than Dragon's Crown? Yes, because, I don't know, she looks like she's shaped enough to handle what's going on. This lady, something's off. Like, I don't know. It's... It, like, I don't know, maybe it's the fact that she's in 3D, more or less, and it's like, that's more like 4D, holy hell. Yeah. Hey! But like, um... Some, more like 3 triple D. So... Eh? Nice. Eh? So, um, another cool thing about this game, though, is like, they have a hot springs you can go, and like, your character, like, just puts on a towel, and you go and, uh, just like, hang out in the hot springs... And that's neat. Um, what else is there? Um, I don't know. It's just—it's a pretty cool game. It's uh, the story is weird anime stuff, you know. So mm. I don't get it totally, yeah. but it's pretty. Post-apocalyptic vampires. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, what does the apocalypse mean to a vampire? Fucking nothing. They're just gonna hang out and be immortal anyway. Like, so you know, who cares? So vampires like, just get to keep chilling. I am legend, but anime. Kind of. Like, it's like this weird it. thing where, like, humans and vampires live together, and there's, like, these trees that, uh, when certain vampires bleed on them, they, uh, produce these, like, big, like, beads filled with blood, and so, like, vampires can eat that instead of human blood, but, um, since it's the post-apocalypse, post those trees are, like, kind of rare, and so mm. some vampires have like camps where they just like keep humans alive so they can eat them and stuff. And and of course you're one of the good vampires, so you're like, no, uh, you guys can't be doing that shit. We're gonna make more of these blood trees. So <laughs> it's weird. Like I said, it's weird anime stuff. It, it's weird anime vampire stuff. That's yeah. the thing. I'm kind of tired of exploring vampire morality and shit. Like you know, going back to like all the way back to like that movie Daybreakers. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about vampires having to come up with blood substitutes. Get the fuck out of here, man. Be vampires. Ugh. Uh, that's just me. I, you know, I, I like my vampires to just be vampires. And and occasionally vampires like on True Blood, where they're just you know more sexual than anything. Yeah, there's <laughs> they don't. Don't really drink a lot of people. They really just have a lot of sex. Yeah, there's not. I haven't seen any sex in this game yet. Um, really? And I mean, someone just shared the titties in the in the Discord chat. There's no sex in this game. Yeah, it's, no sex. You know, no sex so far. Okay, um, Jesse, are you sure you need to? You haven't just like done the right side quest, or I mean, know? I'm like seven hours into it, so maybe it's you know further in. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Got to make sure you talk to every character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really initiate that. Yeah, that, uh, that vampire, uh, that hot coffee, that uh, hot blood coffee. Yeah. <laughs> did we it. just get a new channel? I'm in sorry, our Johnny. Did you just make an anime bat titty channel in our Discord? <laughs> oh, good. Um, yeah. So uh, good. Anyways, I think I'll wrap that up so we can play the next song, and I can. Yeah, I was gonna say, and we'll all just see in the Discord. Actually, this episode's over. <laughs> yeah. See you guys. yeah, I gotta go <laughs> jerk it. <laughs> 
game two.
This is our fan request for the evening. This long-awaited uh, sequel to the 2010 hit um, eschewed traditional platformer controls for a uh, endless runner-style control system, which was met with a lot of um, negative reception. Say eschewed. Yeah, they eschewed. Esh- I know. Eschewed. You fancy word using motherfucker. <laughs> soundtrack is so good oh now i'll mention who the request is from as soon as we finish our guesses but uh yeah fan request uh let's see here we've got john's answer locked in jesse's answers locked in and uh i can't okay i can read david's answer everybody says super meat boy forever everybody is correct this is our from our whatever the top tier Patreon, you know, <laughs> tier is top tier super fan producer Alex Messenger uh, put in this request for Super Meat Boy Forever. This soundtrack is so goddamn good. Oh, I like that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, uh, former tra- VGM Fight Club champion oh. Alex Messenger, Ooh. we appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> appreciate you still requesting on this show, buddy. After doing the job. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, this uh, this game is it could have been better. I, I you know it's uh, it's it's a little disappointing <laughs> because they went with wait, the wait, 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 thing. Johnny, have you played it? Uh, yeah, did you, you say you played this? No, it just no. came out <laughs> two days before Christmas. So how are you disappointed? On, and it came yeah. out on Switch and Unreal Store, not on on Steam yet. So I haven't gotten it yet. 
Could have been better. It could have come out on Steam so Johnny could have played it. Could have been on Linux. Could have been better. Did you play it? No. You are literally every video game critic ever. Yeah. We strive for better around here, John. Well, we at least act for a few minutes like we've played it. What, are you going to give it a and 7 out of 10? Yeah. Editor's <laughs> choice. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the whole Endless Runner thing. I feel like that part... I, I, I mean, it's not the end of the world. I think it just changes how you have to approach the levels and all that, right? But there's, there's two big changes from the previous Super Meat Boy. One... You're always just running forward, and the, the way you like turn left and right is by jumping in a wall and, and changing direction that way, right? Kind of like um, that Super Mario mobile game. Yes. Was, Super then, Mario Run. Super Mario Run. And then the other big change is the levels are procedurally generated. And that, I think, is kind of a detriment. Because... Yeah, ew. Yeah, what they did is, you know, the previous game had, like, these very handcrafted levels with very, you know, tough timed jumps and things like that. Right. This new game, they have sort of like pre-made chunks, and those chunks get loaded in, right? So it's the same. So, you know, you get a few different, like, kind of layouts going on, but ultimately it's it's about trying to, like, you, you don't get to practice the level again and again and again and get good at it, which is what I like. I, I prefer games like that, where the level's hard as balls from the get-go, and you gotta just play it again and again and again until you figure it out, right? And then when Kinda you finally like beat it, you're like, what we yeah. were just talking about in David's uh, or in Jesse's game? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll, yeah. We were talking about uh, we were talking about Jesse's game. I mentioned Super Meat Boy. <laughs> you did, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. No, that you know. Oh no, I didn't know. Like one, I forgot this came out. Period. Two, I definitely didn't know they made this an endless runner. And three, <laughs> the fact that it's like. Oh, just endlessly generated like that? That's uh, discouraging. Because yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, I like I like hard ass platforming with an endpoint. Like don't do don't do this. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like do roguelike or hard ass platforming like one or the other. I, I feel like doing both is just not a great idea, you know. And so I mean, are there levels to clear or yeah. is? Like yeah, what, like, like so you get level, a certain number of points, or survive a certain amount of time, or something, or it's it's just you know it's get to the end of the level. But again, it's each level sort of like pre-generated from a set of chunks. Sure. But it's not like it's not like there's a global set of chunks. Is each level has like these chunks that they'll use, right? So each level still has kind of a feel to it. Like you can kind of tell it's this level because it has sort of the same obstacles every time you play it, but they're just in different places, right? That's, right. that's kind of how it works out. Um. It still, I mean, it still looks like a fun game. Don't get me wrong. But so, um, when you say endless runner, it's not truly endless. Like levels have an end. <laughs> that's <laughs> you what. Know? See, that's what I was like. I'm sorry. How is this it's not just a mobile game if it's an runner. endless runner <laughs> with endlessly procedurally generated well, levels? Like, so that's the interesting thing. This started as a mobile game, which is why I think it's the way it is. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> it started development as a mobile game. And then they decided to make it not a mobile game, but I think they wanted to keep the option of bringing it on the mobile, you know, open. So they went with mobile style, like minimal controls, like you're mm. just running forward and you've got a button jump, and you've got another like action type button. That's about it. I mean, I appreciate um, that. Minimal inputs is nice for a game like this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I love Sonic the Hedgehog, and it has one input, right? <laughs> you know, right. And like so that's I, one I of the things complain. I don't care for as much about like uh, like the runner games, you know, like the bit trip games. It's like it, the inputs are relatively simple, but there's there's too many different like 
things. Variations. It's like you gotta jump or slide or uh, charge or you know do yeah. this and that. Like you know, and, and granted, that's part of the challenge is just knowing what to do in each situation. But it's like you know, there's what seven or eight different things you have to do at a moment's notice and keep a rhythm. And it, it never really flowed for me. So minimal control sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I want to go back to. Johnny's point about Sonic the Hedgehog only having one input. I believe you could go left or right. Oh, he's right. <laughs> true. You could you could choose the direction you go. So true. like I believe there's three inputs. Run to the yeah, left, run to the right, or jump. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's yeah. exponentially more than one input, John. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know, know how exponents work, but I think that's exponentially more, yes. Sounds you like can ball move right, me. move left. Not move right. Not move left. <laughs> Duck. Yeah. You could uh, just put the controller jump. down. You could unplug the controller. See, now we're getting into like, is black There's a color? pause button. Like, is <laughs> not moving an input? Yes. Yes. It's Sometimes that's what, how you win the game. <laughs> what John said is, I disagree with. He said he could not move left and not move right. Those are the same thing. It's called not moving. Or no, you just—I mean, you turn to the left, but you don't move. Yeah, okay. turn to the right and you don't move. Cause the, okay. Because moving Look to the right, right is also not moving to the left. Bingo. So <laughs> Sonic has five inputs. You've got jump, run left, run right, face left, or face right. Bingo, baby. Don't forget duck. Duck. And That's duck. And, and look Six. up. You can look up. Yeah. And look up. Seven. Oh. So Nobody ever looks up. Let can. us not forget the start button. Pause button. Yeah. I just mm -hmm. want to say that's eight inputs, far more than one. And unpause. <laughs> and also when you it's pause... It's at least five times more inputs than just one. <laughs> and when you pause, you kind of press the menu, like, up and down, right? Yeah. I was going to say, so I guess that's nine inputs, because you've got pause, unpause, repause. <laughs> point, point is, Sonic the Hedgehog, way more complicated than Super Meat Boy Forever. Sound <laughs> test. <laughs> yes. But... So the, the other thing about Super Meat Boy Forever that seems a little disappointing to me is um, I loved Super Meat Boy's unlockable characters from, like, all the third-party games that they brought in. Uh, like, you could unlock, you know, the Mighty Jill from the Mighty Jill off or um, uh, Captain Video from Bit Trip, you know. Like okay, yeah, have, hold on. What was the thing you said before Captain Video? Mighty Jill from Jill off? <laughs> the Mighty Jill off. That's a game. <laughs> I jilled off before the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's the joke of the game title, guys. Like it's 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 called it's that dumb. for a reason. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing, it's a real thing, it's yeah, not it's, made up. Yeah, go look at the Mighty Jill Off. It's Why are we talking game. about Mighty Jill Off, John? How is this the first time I'm hearing of this? <laughs> it, it it's like a it's like a game made like by a lesbian for lesbians. That's what it is. Oh, like so okay. Oh, I get, so I'm looking at pictures of it and she's in like a black outfit. She has like a black cover hat with horns on it. I I'm guessing it's like a parody of Mighty Bomb Jack. It's just yes, Mighty Jill Off. Jill Off, yes. Anyways, though, the oh, point. God, why was... did you bring that up, John? <laughs> no, I know you're trying to talk about unlockable characters, but can we please go back to the BDSM lesbians? I just want no. It, it was like that fucking Lisa Simpson talking about you know Australia. Like you know, she sees the sign that says Yahoo Serious Festival. It's like I know those words, but that sentence makes no sense. It was like you know the. Mighty Jill from the Mighty Jill off, like I love y'all. Those are English words you just said. I don't understand what they meant though. <laughs> she was a great in Super Meat Boy. She was a great character because she had a uh, like a float down power. Like he could tap A continuously and float down slowly instead of like just falling immediately. That's um, great. 
So they got if rid I, of Mighty Jill? Is Yahoo Serious playable? They got rid of Mighty Jill. They got... Oh, what's that? Is Yahoo Serious playable? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that is. What? I don't think so, so It's no. okay. Jesse's referencing my reference. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they don't have Captain Video. They don't have Mighty Jill off. They don't have the Head Crab. They don't have... Um, uh, oh, Minecraft Steve! Like can you the, the, the first game had a lot of. You mean Smash Brothers? You can play as Minecraft. You can Steve? play as Bandage Girl, and you can play as Bandage Girl from like the get go, which is pretty nice. Good. Yeah, Minecraft Steve got too big for his britches. He headed. He left Super <laughs> Meat Boy and headed over to Super Smash Brothers, yeah. <laughs> which could when, be also another title for Super Meat Boy when you get right down to it. When is Super Meat Boy getting into Super Smash Brothers? That's what, what I want to know. He just keeps dying. <laughs> yeah, what, is this, what does he do? <laughs> he just dies again and again, like Jesse just said. That's a no, see, his final smash would be summoning all <laughs> the meat boys who have died in, like, a giant stampede. <laughs> his moveset would obviously be just summoning the various traps, like putting a buzzsaw blade directly in front of him or... I don't know. That's actually kind of a good idea. Honestly, that's kind of a good idea. He sets booby traps and platforms like crazy to avoid attacks. And then, yeah, unleashes like an onslaught of, uh, of you know, other dead meats to, uh, of meat to attack people. That sounds great. Yeah. The Duck Hunt dog is in Smash Brothers. Super Meat Boy can make it. They'll find a way. I mean, yeah. Sephiroth's in Smash Brothers. And how can you make him not fight character? <laughs> I'm sorry. Who? Sephiroth. <laughs> Seffy Roth. Yeah. You know, X, anyway, X, Seffy yeah, Roth, that guy from XX. The guy yeah. from Pineapple Express. Right, that's straight edge, dude. <laughs> Wait, no! <laughs> Pineapple Express, God! <laughs> oh, God. Can somebody please make a version of Advent Children where Sephiroth is stoned the entire time? Uh, <laughs> Sephiroth no, is played by Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Trying to make Sephiroth. other fucking bad Hollywood references. You know, Sephiroth, the guy from uh, Inglorious <laughs> Bastards, he directed Cabin Fever. Eli Roth? Eli, Eli Roth! <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to go back to Seth Rogen as what Sephiroth. What about the Van Halen guy? <laughs> David, David Lee Roth? <laughs> I just you want gotta Sephiroth. say it in the one-winged angel voice. <laughs> I just want Sephiroth, like, windscreen with the giant flames where he turns back to you and you just hear Seth Rogen's ridiculous laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just get Final Fantasy VII Remake, but everybody's Seth Rogen? <laughs> yes! Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Rogen? <laughs> Seth Rogen stabbing Seth Rogen. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that explains all, like, the weird, like, spiritual pot smoke that's floating around in Final Fantasy VII Remake. I know that means nothing to Johnny and David, but God, you know, there's something weird and stonery going on in that game. So yeah, maybe Seth Rogen is involved. I'm in favor of it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, none of that happens in Super Meat Boy Forever, right? <laughs> no. I, like I said, I, I, I don't think it's necessarily a, a bad game by any means. I think that it could have been better if they stuck with just more Super Meat Boy levels, right? You know. I think you need to hold off on making value judgments like that mm. until you play the game, John. Mm. <laughs> what is this, Amateur Hour? This is 2021, John. We're not judging games without playing them. Game 3. Goddamn right.
<clears throat> okay, so this game was released officially in America for the first time 25 years and 9 days after its original Japanese release. How's everybody feeling? Can I get the trivia again? Pretty good. Uh, sure, John. Uh, this game was released officially in America for the first time 25 years and 9 days after its original Japanese release. Okay, that helped. Yes, that original Japanese release date, of course, being... Uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, September 14th, 1995. For the Super Famicom, let's see. Uh, Johnny's got triple question mark. David says Panel de Pan, incorrect. And Jesse says a puya puya bullshit. Uh, he's also incorrect. That's right. Released for the first time in the United States of America, September 3rd, 2020, on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System for the Nintendo Switch Online Service, this is Mario's Super Picross. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, you know. Okay. Picross, guys! Yeah! Or, or is it P-Cross? Pie-Cross. It's a game where you have to figure out, find the answer within the number pi. You know, somewhere in there is the answer to everything. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's about as as scrutable as uh, actual pie cross is. Um, I thought you were going to say you had exactly three point one four one five nine two six seven seconds in order to solve the puzzle. No, David, because that's not pie. That's an approximation of pie. You have to search yeah, exactly. through the entirety no. of pie to yeah. find the answer. <laughs> if you beat this game, it reveals pie. <laughs> it's crazy, David. <laughs> oh, the Super man. Nintendo figured out pie. <laughs> yeah, it solved the riddle of the universe. <laughs> oh, man. Um, David, uh, you're uh, more of the Switch player. I could also ask Jesse. You know, Johnny, you're excluded. Uh, you know, David or Jesse, did you guys play any of uh, the Switch Online uh, Mario's Super Pacross? Just a tiny bit. A little so bit? I have not played this, but I kind of want to because I actually really enjoy Picross puzzles. Um, yes. So I kind of want to play this. Yep. I think you should because I also, through this game, 
uh, discovered slash kind of remembered. Oh yeah, I like Pacross puzzles. This game, oh man, what a what a charming game. Here's one thing: it's all in Japanese, so it's still not really a fantastic American release of this game because they didn't bother translating it. <laughs> but I think they basically just put it up like it's it's Pacross people. You basically got the gist. Like, um, I, I'm to, I don't think they even did anything like the uh, like the Earthbound on Wii U thing where they had like a you know PDF manual bundled into it. It was just like. Uh, go online if you want to figure out what Pacross is all about, but we'll trust most people to pretty much understand it, even though it's in Japanese. And it's like, well, I, ba I basically know what it is. And then, so I started playing it, and I remembered, I don't remember how to play Pacross games. And so, you know, me and uh, my buddy Tony were hanging out playing this one night, having some drinks, and I'm like, Tony, have you played Pacross before? They just put this thing on the Switch, we gotta play this. And he's like, yeah, what do you do? I'm like, I think... You just kind of chisel around until a picture appears. <laughs> and that's pretty much what we did. <laughs> Took us a few good minutes to remember how to do a Picross puzzle. But once you get the flow of it, man, what a, what a just like nice little zen puzzle game you got going. Uh, You've played this before, right? No, I haven't. What do you do? I don't know. I don't really know. <laughs> well, let's do it. Who could say? Uh, especially because this one, like, the puzzles in the early going, like, you know, I, I vagely remembered how to do a Pacross puzzle. So it's like, you got the, the numbers on the top, uh, and, you know, so it's, it's a grid puzzle. And, you know, like, it, it's, let's say it's a 10 by 10, you'll have numbers listed on the, the rows and columns, and that indicates how many pieces you need to chisel out consecutively at various points in the puzzle. So if it's a 10, you know, if there's 10 dots in the column and it says 1, 5, 2, that means there will be one dot that you have to chisel, and then five consecutive dots you have to chisel, and then two more. So there have to be at least, like, some spaces in there. And you got to figure out how to solve the puzzle and make the image. And once you figure that out, it's all well and good. Problem is, when you're playing a Japanese-only Pacross game, and the first level is all Japanese characters, you can't really be like, oh, I see what I'm making. Like, <laughs> it, you know, that never kicks in because it's like, okay, the first, you know, level, like the first thing, it's it's the kanji for ma. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh Japanese, like, writing system characters. I thought you meant, like, characters only exist in Japan, like Pepsi Man. No, <laughs> first thing no, they Pepsi never Man. get to the Pepsi Man level. That's the thing. So it starts out, like I said, 10 by 10 pixel grid. <laughs> so you're getting Japanese writing characters like, you know, ma. Re, oh, no! <laughs> it's oh, like Mario I'm Pie Cross guest starring yeah, Pepsi. Man. That's literally what. Pepsi Man! I'm just imagining like how <laughs> intricate the Picross puzzle for Pepsi Man would have to be. Like, goddamn. I mean, that's the thing. They honestly could have pulled that off because I literally just this moment looked at the level one Picross grid and the first eight. Pu eight puzzles spell Mario Picross. It's Mario no Picross. I'm like, oh, idiot! How did you not recognize that? <laughs> so it could have been Mario no Pepushima, and uh, you know, really gotten that Pepsi Man in there. But no, they didn't do Pepsi Man. They did Mario for some reason. <laughs> Somewhere there's a six-year-old Japanese kid going, listening to our show, like, what a fucking idiot. 
<laughs> this American dipshit. That's not how you pronounce ma. <laughs> what a American fucking dipshit. asshole. Um, but yeah, dipshit. and then after that, it still it's like you know ten or fifteen you know pixel grids and it's like you know a dolphin and i'm like i'm not clear on whether or not that's really a dolphin that's kind of a just kind of a crescent shape with a couple extra little dots on it but then you you finish the puzzle goes and shows a nice dolphin i'm like i guess it was a dolphin fantastic yeah because you're still uh, basically making just like pixel art yes and so it's very abstract in the early going (laughs) which uh that's pretty much, you know, what me and uh, me and my buddy Tony were doing. It's like just trying to, you know, keep getting drunk and doing Picross puzzles and just being like, "What is that? Oh, it's a. Oh, of course, it's a fucking sailboat. I mean, it's a triangle with a few pixels chipped out underneath it. But yes, now I see it. It's a sailboat. God, no, John, that's the letter Ma. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! It's still just run puzzle one one. It's still just Ma. <laughs> what a fool I've been. Um. But yeah, I need to go back and play some more of this because I was really enjoying it. And like, it's uh, it's Picross. I mean, what what really can you say? I guess there's a Wario mode in this one. Um, I'm not really clear on what the difference is. You, uh, yeah, I guess the according to the Mario Wiki, it says there's Upside time. Down. There's no time limit on the Wario puzzles, but like, and you're not uh, penalized for making mistakes. You can just get the puzzle wrong, and it won't let you solve it. I'm like, now that's interesting. <laughs> Um, cause like, you know, Picross gets a little stressful, like, uh, the timer system, it's like, you start up, it's like, well, I have 30 minutes to chisel out this puzzle, that's easy, I've ne- you know, it's like playing a game of Minesweeper, you know, I really need 30 minutes to do, you know, a 10 by 10 grid, oh, you got something wrong and it took like 8 minutes off the timer, oh shit, like, <laughs> you know, one wrong move and your timer starts depleting, like, uh-huh, so yeah, in, in, in Wario's mode, no time limit, but you don't, you can you can get the puzzle completely wrong if you just fuck up, and I'm like, that's somehow worse. Like, <laughs> I like if I fuck of- up and lose all my time and go back and start over, okay, fine. But if I'm just sitting there like you know agonizing over this fucking pixel puzzle and not getting it, like, oh no, that that seems yes yeah, somehow worse. <laughs> I like the idea of Wario mode is basically just the same Picross puzzles, but they're evil somehow. Exactly. It starts with Wa instead of Ma. That's, <laughs> you know, literally the whole change to the system. <laughs> different background, different music, and, you know, uh, Wa, not Ma. Uh, indicating that, you know, yes, these are bad puzzles. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, uh, I dig this game. If you got a Switch, and you got the chance to play it, and you like puzzle games, I recommend it. I chose it because, man, yeah, I, I kind of forgot we were coming back this week, guys. I was uh, I was scrambling <laughs> to pick a game. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, I fell back on uh, on good old, good old Super Picross there. Um, a fun game. Recommend it. I intend to go back to it. I intend to learn Japanese so I can read all these menus and uh, understand the story behind this game of Picross. Because seriously, what are Mario and Wario doing in this archaeological setting, chiseling out pixel images from a bunch of dirt? This is the kind of stuff that needs to be canonized and explained. But, uh... I mean, it kind of is, because you get the Mario Explorer costume in Odyssey. That's right, you do. So yeah, Picross Mario has been canonized. But... The question still remains why. <laughs> like, I guess Mario, he, you know, 
uh, much like in Odyssey, he wears a lot of hats. So, why not be a excavator of pixel art at some point? That's, uh, I guess that's in the Mario wheelhouse. Point is, game's fun. Music, fine. Uh, worth playing if it's on your Switch, which it should be because everybody should be paying for the online service. Uh, highly recommend. Johnny, go buy a Switch and buy the online service so you can play this Pacross game. Okay. Yeah, good. Do it. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, good. Can, can, uh, can, I do that with our, can I do that with our Patreon dollars? <laughs> oh, here's the thing. No, I need those Patreon dollars <laughs> for more superfluous things. <laughs> game four. <laughs> I don't know, David, what were you going to say? It's like, no, you can't use Patreon dollars for a Switch Online subscription. I need Patreon dollars for my Switch Online subscription. <laughs> also mm-hmm. for a whole Switch. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm using four. your Switch Patreon money to buy more cameos, telling you that, <laughs> no, you can't have a Switch. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley here to tell you, John Regan, that you're not buying a Switch because John Harrington spent $100 to get me to say this. Well, see you later. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> Game four. <laughs> oh, and now are we going to keep talking about game three or are we actually going to game four?
All right, guys. So this sequel uh, introduced some new concepts while still managing to retain the overall feel of the original. It introduced, uh, it, or I should say, it kept the roguelike, automatically generated level aspects while introducing some new features such as uh, rideable mounts, uh, more characters, and a lot more backstory and lore added throughout the game. should mention I, I forgot to mention my trivia that this adds a new uh like dynamic fluid system to the game like like fluids can move fluid like as opposed to previous games where they just kind of sat there okay well the fact that you didn't say that before if i get my answer wrong i'm blaming it on that That's oh fine. yeah we all get a point <laughs> doing your fluid system based trivia absurd my dynamic fluids Let's not talk about your dynamic fluids, John. <laughs> Alright, so John says Lob Milana 2. Uh, Jesse says Toe and Roll 3. And David says something David Dick of... Oh, first David Dick of 2021, which is correct, but incorrect. David, does the head of your dick look like a paintbrush tip? Oh. It's... David paints with his dick, guys. I thought this was common knowledge. David, he's like Sneasel with a penis. I'm, I'm, an, I'm an artist. Don't judge me. Take a picture of that and post it in Discord. We'll make a uh, emoji out of it. <laughs> this is Spelunky, Spelunky 2. Oh! <laughs> Before we discuss the game, I just want to clarify. Do you want me to post a picture of my answer or post a picture of my penis to the yeah, drawing, your, David? Both. Okay, your okay. penis. Both. Absolutely your penis, David, both. every time. That's side always the side. answer. Never wanted to see David's penis less. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this Political is unrest here at home. I don't want to see David's penis at all. <laughs> so this is Spelunky 2. Um, the follow-up to Spelunky. Oh, I I feel oh, like you the, don't sound say. the soundtrack did a pretty good job of bringing in some of the original themes from the first Spelunky because because I, I feel like the first Spelunky tried to do sort of that 
like uh, PC88, PC98 vibe, like the early Japanese computer vibe, right? Of like being kind of chill soundtrack, you know? Right. And parts parts of this, I feel like, do that. And it's, it's pretty good. Um, and the overall game looks to be like just far and away, like just nothing but improvements on the first game, right? Like it looks like a continuation of the first game with some new stuff added to it, which is great for like, that's what usually you want to have a sequel. So yes, I have to play more of this. Thank you, John, for explaining the uh, desired elements of sequel. <laughs> well, because we just, we just discussed Super Meat Boy 2 where they took things away, like controls. <laughs> you know? Yeah, maybe long gestating sequels aren't a great idea. Or maybe they are. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some people, you know, choose left or right. <laughs> maybe that makes a big difference. <laughs> So, yeah, this is Spelunky 2. It's uh, a roguelike, you know, uh, crawler. You know, you're going through levels. It, it's a little bit different because in Spelunky 1, sorry, I realize yeah. now as I say, you're going through levels. You're just hitting the vocab games. words, John. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. God, if okay. I was your editor and you were Woo. submitting this review for IGN, I would be like, John, take out a fucking thesaurus. <laughs> This is no, what happens so when Johnny doesn't do the reading for the homework assignment. <laughs> and there's corn, which the natives call maize, <laughs> which is coincidentally somewhat like Spelunky 2 because the game is somewhat of a maze. Like it is. The f so here's an interesting thing. The first Spelunky um, <laughs> That's had correct, a, a pretty linear progression. You you went you started like... Um, the, like the main cave, then you went to the jungle, and you if you go down, 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 and like get to hell's like the last level. This game has branching paths, and you get to choose where you go next, and it gets pretty varied. Um, the first is like your traditional like cave. Uh, there's a jungle. There's a level full of like clown and circus things. Like it gets a little bit out there, but like Johnny, in a good way. You said the last game ended in hell. You can't repeat yourself like that. <laughs> <laughs> And um, it introduces like animal friends, like there's a turkey you could ride on, and they all come with their pros and cons. Like you know, if you ride the turkey, you get to float down as opposed to fall down, um, and the turkey can take damage for you, which is kind of nice. But um, he's like a little bit slower. To the, to the level, so it kind of pulls a Tomb Raider, where it's like, oh yeah, you're raiding ancient tombs, but eventually in like Tomb Raider three, you're exploring like a ship and like. A military installation like they get very loose on what is a tomb so it's like you're still exploring a cave it's just an underground circus yeah area 51 is a, <laughs> a tomb of yeah. sorts right and what is a circus if not a cave that takes place in a tent clown, a clown cave, cave. Yeah. <laughs> which if that's not a horror movie it should be oh my god fuck the clown cave <laughs> Oh, resisting the urge to make David's butthole joke. Oh, resisting. I just want so this... to make a motion for the episode title to be Fuck the Clown Cave. Because <laughs> that's what Jesse said, Fuck the Clown Cave. I'm like, uh, don't say anything about David's butthole. You mean David's oh, butthole? Oh, yeah. So anyways, I think the new episode title is you mean David's butthole. Gonna honk that red nose. <laughs> <laughs> I want your flower I'm to spray all over me. I'm so 
So I'm sorry, Johnny. So you get various like animal sidekicks. Yeah, if you want to be a monster, you, you can like say blow up the turkey and get the meat and get hit points back. You know, like, you have a lot of options. Can you get cloud meat? I, I don't know. I don't even know what you said. Clown <laughs> meat. Clown meat. <laughs> can you harvest clown meat in this game? Game five. Because <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I had questions about why the turkeys can fly. <laughs> I tried to get you back on track. I did. The turkeys don't fly; they just fall slow. They you know, they flap their wings, and you fall slower, right? That you, still makes fly. no sense, John. Have you ever seen a turkey? Have you? <laughs> yes, because <laughs> I haven't. Tallahassee is famous for its native wild turkey population. <laughs> I'm saying, I, man, it's our uh, it's our fucking town motto. Gobble I've gobble, seen, it's turkey I, time in Tallahassee. I've seen a turkey <laughs> in my oven. I have not seen a turkey outside of my oven. I love the idea that the the official city motto of Tallahassee is not capital of Florida. It's gobble gobble. <laughs> Famous for a turkey. Yeah. Uh, I think they have more a circus state, there too. More state, more state capitals would be served if they changed their Motto to gobble gobble. Yeah. Uh, not storming that building. <laughs> I love turkeys. <laughs> um, but yeah, so no, uh, real quick on the Tallahassee turkey tug. No, that's you know, literally my turkey tug. Well, is that a new website you're <laughs> starting, John? No, that's, that's, a, that's, a new, that's it. That's a new goddamn podcast we're starting yeah. like, right the fuck now. TallahasseeTurkeyTalk.com. <laughs> no, that's the episode title Tallahassee Turkey Talk. That needs to be uh, a fucking shirt right ne- the fuck now. Well, yeah, just my angry face that's with Tallahassee turkey talk and stylized letters. Uh, um, I only uh, I wasn't expecting to derail the conversation with a discussion of Tallahassee's turkey, but um, at the fucking uh, at the museum out here, there's a there's a turkey and it's a very large turkey and it's a you know. Yes, we have a turkey in our museum. I, I recognize now the absurdity <laughs> of owl? saying that out loud. No, yeah, there's you know, it's a it's a like an outdoor you know zoo slash museum type thing, and yeah, there's a fucking big fat turkey that uh, stays there, and my son loves that turkey because it makes loud ass gobble noises, and it doesn't fly. That's the thing. Turkeys are pretty fat. I'm sure somewhere there's a turkey that can theoretically get off the ground or like cause some downward like slow floating motion. Not this fat fuck. Not the Tallahassee turkey. And he almost does the opposite. Like, uh, you said you can ride a turkey and float down. I I almost thought the turkey should give you, like, uh, you know, like, Yellow Yoshi in Super Mario World? You get, like, the sand pound? Like, that's the power the turkey should give you. Because this turkey has the ability. It's crazy. He can, like, cause seismic disruptions, this fucking turkey. <laughs> you're sitting there, and you're, like, looking at him, and he's gobbling. And, like, he does something. He does, like, a fucking thump on the ground. And, like, it shakes. It's crazy. This turkey is impressive. It, you know, like, I don't want to tangle with that turkey. So that was, that was my point. The turkeys, based on my experience, actually have more of a ground pound ability <laughs> than a floating ability. Uh, I mean, Tallahassee Turkey Talk coming soon from Game That Tune. GTT? Fuck no. TTT. <laughs> I just bought TallahasseeTurkeyTalk.com. Thank you, John. I was wondering what was distracting you so greatly. DestinyBuyingIt.com. <laughs> Good. Be- oh, man. My new podcast is going to be fucking niche. To be fair, <laughs> turkeys can- not being able to fly and just falling like, with great force 
kind of was the whole point of an episode of WKRP in Cincinnati. So what a if, fucking episode. That is one of the funniest bits. <laughs> if you're a fan of obscure sitcoms from the 1970s, you are yes. well aware that this game doesn't make sense. And if you're a fan of obscure uh, natural museums of the American South, then you are like me and realize that floating downward on a turkey doesn't make any sense. So anyway, Johnny, what other mounts are there in this game? Because that I, turkey is bullshit. Yeah, I, I got nothing. It's, it's a fun, cute game. It's uh, a good roguelike, which I like. I like those kinds of games. Uh, lots of power-ups, lots of fun items, but um, the turkey's bullshit. Yeah. Have you played so this one? So you're gonna play this game? Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna play this. No turkey though. You, know, you gotta weekend. you gotta play this game and do a no turkey run, John. That's what you gotta do. Done and done, and I'll post yeah. it at TallahasseeTurkeyTalk.com. God, oh, I can't wait. It. You know, you know. So yeah, first first guest on my new podcast, Tallahassee Turkey Talk. It will of course be John Regan as soon as he completes Spelunky Two, a thing that he definitely plans to do. So yeah. um, you know. Look for that at patreon.com slash uh, Turkey Talk. That's right. I'm starting my own Patreon, people. Oh, it's going to be oh, loaded. I bet It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be stuffed. I bet you could get uh, Cody Laveau on there. Hell yeah, man. You know, I can get anybody I want. Everybody loves turkeys. It's going to be a great fucking podcast. <laughs> Game 5.
gentlemen. Um, in one of the PA announcements in this game, it is stated, quote, Would the owner of a yellow car, license plate 1NOM155, please report to the main gate. Your vehicle is in the path of an asteroid and is about to get smacked. Oh, um, never mind. This is a reference to Axel from Crazy Taxi, whose license plate is 1NOM155. Gentlemen, 
who has those answers already locked in? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. All right, so um, we have got a hat trick. Everyone says Sonic Colors. So yes, uh, this is Sonic <laughs> Colors for the Nintendo Wii. Um, it was also released on the Nintendo 3DS, but this soundtrack is specifically the Wii version, as you may have noticed by the audio quality. Uh, yeah, you say 3DS or just DS? Um, it's just DS. It just was 2010. DS, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Granted, you can put it in your 3DS and play it. Johnny, go get yourself a copy of Sonic Colors. For the DS, put it in your 3DS, which I know you still have, and it's charged. <laughs> yeah, it, it's always charged. <laughs> it's always ready to go, baby. You gotta, you gotta play to drain. You gotta play to drain the battery. <laughs> it's always charged. Presumably, it's still got its charge from the last time I charged it. Uh, you didn't drain it playing uh, Fire Emblem Fast, there, John? <laughs> no, no, no. No. Okay, fine. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, David. Yeah, Sonic Colors. Um, bit of a bit of a fun game eh uh it is a fun game um bit of an interesting pick from me um it was expected i thought we had used this already um but checking the database we had not and i thought surely johnny would have used this but he did not and here's the, the thing about johnny not using it it's the sonic game that was exclusive to the wii and the ds so like I'm not sure Johnny knew this existed until we featured it on GTT Gems last year. John, you're, you're, you're being very generous. This is a Sonic game that was made for not the Sega Genesis. Like that's, <laughs> you know, let's Well, be real. I mean, Johnny, you're being too harsh on yourself. This is a game that, this is a Sonic game not made for the Genesis or Dreamcast. Okay, so that's that's Johnny's thing. Johnny is a fan of Sonic the Hedgehog on Sega consoles. So yeah, you know, Genesis, CD, Saturn, 32X, all that jazz, Dreamcast, he's in. Once Don't the Dreamcast the died, I, I have forgotten the Pico, like everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, once the Dreamcast died, the Dream died for Johnny, and he just stopped checking these games out. So like, Sonic Heroes and Beyond, just a dead zone to him. Man, Never have real blind spot, which is a real shame because <laughs> real twenty-year blind spot. <laughs> this game is pretty fucking great, and honestly, I was inspired to use this because there were a few other games that I could have used for our free play theme, but just a few. <laughs> we, <laughs> Damn it, it's a free play. <laughs> we did feature. Well, I mean, there's a couple of games that I'm like, I want to play this soundtrack. I want to talk about this, but. We did recently feature this on GTT Gems, which you can find by going to patreon.com slash gamenetune. And, like, in our discussions about that game, listen to the tracks we had played, it's like, oh yeah, Sonic Colors. That was a really fun game. That was a really enjoyable game. Hell yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to, like, GTT Radio and request some of that meat. Shit. We haven't used this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I need to play this because this soundtrack is a fucking jam. And mm -hmm. the game is pretty damn fun. Right. It's a it's a decent, moderately priced jam. It's uh, it's fine. Is what it is. Yeah. It, it seems cool. I I do like that. You know, Sega was uh, committing hard to Nintendo, 
you know, I, I never played uh, Sonic Colors myself, but like I, I'm intrigued by these uh, these adorable wisps that are apparently power ups. Um, and yeah, it, it seems like a charming entry in the series that seems to be the last real charming entry in the series because I feel like it kind of lost its way after this. Like It was like, oh, this is a game that introduced the Wisp. But I'm like, introduced? I thought this was the only one. It's like, oh, the Wisp came back in Lost World and you know, yada yada. I'm like, oh, crap. They overdid it. Uh, well, didn't and what's, they? <laughs> and what's funny, because I was going back to like refresh myself on this game um, and like I was watching old reviews and old video discussions and people were talking about it's like yeah it's it's kind of like sonic's answer to mario galaxy and blah 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 it's like okay it's it's a platformer on the wii set in space that's about where the similarities end like i mean that does bear comparing to like, yes uh, but that but, gets it compared to mario galaxy data <laughs> but at the same time it's like saying oh mortal kombat and Darkstalkers. They're 2D fighting games with monsters. They're pretty much the same thing. Like, no, no, they're really, really not. No, um, no, but you can make the comparison. At least. It's not unwarranted. Um, but it's not great. <laughs> but um, no, the the game is fun. You you get 3D elements um, and 2D elements, so you have different platforming sections. Um, and I do remember. Uh, as I said, I was going back and like watching old reviews and everything and um, some gameplay videos because sadly uh, my Nintendo Wii is not working right now, so I couldn't replay this. <gasps> what? Um, David, you got to start a repair order, man. I think that thing's still under warranty. Probably. Um, yeah. It's only been, what, 14 years? 15, 15 baby! Years. Oh, um, no! And I do remember a lot of people talking about the, the wisps and the power-ups. They're like, yeah, they're not that great because they're like temporary power-ups that just let you explore the levels for a little bit, but they're not really power-ups. Like, that's that's what Sonic has always done. They're, they're the shields from Sonic 3. Like, you yeah. get a temporary boost that gives you a different movement option and a level. And that's yeah, why don't it. You like, shut your ass up and look at these adorable alien creatures. Like, you don't tell me that this fucking cyan wisp isn't like some cool motherfucker and, you know, lets you transform to a laser. Like, oh, oh you know, you don't get to be a laser for the whole level. Fucking deal with it, baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's like, but it's... Yeah. But, yeah. But what would Sonic be if uh, Power Up lasted the whole level? Like, can you imagine... Yeah, it's called getting all seven. It's called getting all seven Chaos Emeralds and then turning into Supersonic and being the level real quick. That's that's what yeah, that it's, is. It's and all it's busted. Like, yeah, like it's it's you know it's your reward for getting it or whatever. It's not like necessarily as fun as the usual game is. You're just kind of breaking the game at that point. Like the exactly. power should be brief. Yeah, they exactly. should not last the rest of the level. Yeah, unless no, I like you the speed shoes and the MLG. invincibility and the shields. Like they last until you take a hit or whatever, or the speed shoes just run out. Like yeah, that's that's how Sonic's meant to be. You can't just have things the whole time. But yeah, um, this was a really fun game, and I really enjoyed it. It looked great. It had an awesome soundtrack. I loved going to the different planets. There was the um, like tropical planet. There was the planet of the Wisps. There was the asteroid planet where you were like running on a holographic road in between asteroids and shit like this this was a fun game and so david are you telling me that sonic went to space uh sonic did indeed go to space 
Space! I mean, that's not Jimmy new. Jimmy. He's done that, like, almost every other game except Sonic 1. Has he, John? <laughs> it seems like the kind of... It's, it's the final Sonic frontier. Sonic, he hadn't gone to space until Sonic Colors. What? Right. Am I right or am I wrong? I remember. He said you're Sonic wrong. 2. Sonic 2, he 100% goes to space. Sonic It's called Space 3, egg, he does not it? go to space. But Sonic and Knuckles, he 100% goes to space again. He goes well, to space the all thing. the time, dude. That was the other thing that Listen. bothered me. It's like, oh, you know, Sonic going to a, like, interplanetary amusement park. It's basically Mario Galaxy. Like, what about the other seven games where Sonic went to fucking space? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, at the end of Sonic 2, he latches on to the rocket ship and goes up to the Death Egg and manages to somehow survive going into space before he finally goes into the Death Egg. And then right. he destroys the Death Egg and falls from space through the atmosphere, does not burn up somehow. And, from where? You know, comes out unscathed. Like, Sonic style, he's baby. From where? Awesome. What's that, Jesse? Where was this taking place? Uh, In space in Sonic 2. Space! He's just wanting you to hit the sound yeah, again, Chad. You gotta, you gotta stay on that keyboard. There you go. Goddamn. Um, well, yeah. wow, John. Yeah, so so you say Sonic goes to space fairly often. I'm just gonna, yeah. want, you know, let me just say, what? So is he a space uh, hog? Like that band? Oh, Sonic Space Hog? Yeah, is that like Jefferson Airplane, but with Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> in it? Exactly. Is, isn't that the name of the air, the biplane that like tails pilots? That's Jefferson's airplane. <laughs> I hate you. Man, this is just going all over the place. <laughs> but I have like some great old references going on this episode. I could have gone Jefferson Starship, but no, I went with their predecessor, Jefferson Airplane. <laughs> Why would you go with Starship? Because <laughs> it's so much better to go with airplane. Well, oh, Grace Slick. Musically, <laughs> I prefer airplane. Because, like, White Rabbit and someone to shove is so good. Yeah! So, Somebody at what point in this game does Sonic sing White Rabbit? <laughs> you gotta wait well, you know, for Sonic the Hedgehog to peak. <laughs> that's, that's one of the interesting things, is, um... A lot of Sonic's friends, including the White Rabbit, are not included in this game. Like, it really strips it back down. Yeah. It's like Sonic, Tails, and um, Robotnik, and I'm pretty sure that's it. And no, the Waves, but... It's, it's each Chaos Emerald is another drop of acid. That's how it works. Oh, man. And so you get the seventh, <laughs> and you become Super Sonic, which just means you're really tripping balls. <laughs> Uh, Although, actually, nice. David, I, I'm looking at the wiki now, and it says, okay, so uh, I'll give you one chance without looking. Give me the three listed playable characters in Sonic Colors. Um, Sonic, Super Sonic. Uh -huh. okay, so okay, so there's four then. Okay, Sonic, Super Sonic. I was going to say, because that was a, a cool thing. You could unlock Super Sonic in a 3D Sonic game hey, for man. not just the final level, which was mm. cool. Um, I know you can play as your me. That is one of the characters listed, yes. Because <laughs> there was there were unlockable um, like bonus sections, which were basically just levels from Sonic One, where you could play as like a robot Sonic or your me. Um, God, I don't think you could play as Tails though. I don't remember playing as Tails. Nope. The final character, exclusively in the co-op in the Wii version, is listed as Virtual Hedgehog. 
yeah, that was the like robot Sonic that you could play. It's a as. robot Sonic. <laughs> and it like, was basically not... like Sonic, but he had like a little antenna on his head. You got a ball on your head now, Sonic? You, know, you think you're funny looking? So it's uh. like not Metal Sonic, it's another robot Sonic? Exactly. Right. That's disappointing. Just it's very Metal disappointing. Sonic. <laughs> it's not Metal Sonic, it's not Mecha Sonic, it's not Mecha Knuckles. Mm. Um, but yeah, this was a and fun con- game. And, and I'm confused though, David. Can you? Have, did, you didn't happen to play both versions, did you? Because also looking at this wiki, like you know, the non-playable characters for the Wii version literally are Eggman, Tails, and then three characters who I don't know: Yakker, Orbot, and Cubot. And then like every other character that you know from the Sonic series appears in the DS version. Like, what's the deal? Why now, I, yeah. I just played the Wii version, um, and yeah, they had, like, Eggman minions who were new Love characters that along with the Wisps. Um, and yet, nobody really came back. I mean, the Wisps came back in uh, whatever the Wii U Sonic game was. I can't think of the name. Um, Lost World? That's it, yeah. Um, which was much more Mario Galaxy because it had, like, spherical worlds and gravity and shit. Um, but Sonic Colors was a lot of fun, and I remember on the in the Wii era you had like Sega just trying a bunch of shit. You had like Sonic Unleashed with the Werehog and Sonic Ooh. and the Black Knight with the sword and Ooh. all that shit. I don't want. And don't any forget of that. Secret Rings. Oh yeah, and I don't really want any of that to come back. But I would <laughs> like it. I would like a Colors too. Like, Colors was fun. I would like to come back to Planet Wisp. Saying Sonic Secondary Colors? Yeah. I'm in favor of it. Yeah. Maybe Sonic mix Pastels. Up... Sam, man. Oh, man, you mix some of the Sonics together. Like Sonic Roy G. Biv. <laughs> Sonic Rainbow? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, Sonic Rainbow. <laughs> I'm sure that's appealing to somebody out there. Oh, man. Honestly, yeah, it, it could be fantastic. a whole, like... It could be a whole, like, Gay Pride Sonic game. That would 100% sell, like, hotcakes. I guarantee it. See, what we need is Sonic Rainbow, but with Sonic Force's ability to build your own character, that's how that game takes off. Yeah. Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. It's just creating a bunch of Sonic characters to pop you at, like, a carnival parade. It'll be great. Um, yeah, David, you know, good pick. Flummoxing pick from you. I, I'm impressed that you uh, you dipped into your Sonic knowledge, but this was the time to do it. Um, it was a free play. It was beginning of the year, you know, new year, new me. And like I said, it's got a fucking great soundtrack, and I yeah. want this on GTD Radio. New year, new me, old gems, <laughs> uh, good soundtrack, and the Sonic game, amongst others, that Johnny definitely wouldn't pick for the show. Well played, David. I like it a lot. Um... Is there, a, is there anything else on Sonic Colors or Sonic in general? Uh, you know, Johnny, do you have any intention of playing a 3D Sonic game in the future? Did you ever pick up Sonic Forces? No, I never picked up Sonic Forces, and uh, I'm probably not going to play this, to be honest. Um, I mean, damn, John. That's cold. Yeah. You if- tell me you're not going to go to Goodwill right now and buy a Wii and get Sonic Colors and come home and play some Sonic oh. Colors on like a $30 Goodwill Wii. Couldn't you just I mean not tonight. I bet right now you're in Baltimore there's 24 hour Goodwills there, right? <laughs> Probably, yes. <laughs> Couldn't you just emulate it on Dolphin? Shh. Yes. 
But yeah, whoa, 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 Jesse, are, are we just like flaunting piracy to start off 2021? What's going on? I mean, piracy? <laughs> piracy? Might as fucking well. Is it not? Is the word not piracy? Piracy? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Piracy. Pie cross and piracy are the things that we're talking about here in 2021, so I'm pure, man. Yeah. I'm pretty sure piracy is just like when you go to Claire's and the girl's not licensed. You know, that's piracy. <laughs> John, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> right. That was weird of him. Walk that joke. Let's get, out of, let's get out of here, fucking. 2021, oh. and we're still the same show, folks. Mm-hmm. Ain't a damn thing changed. <laughs> Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... David Fleming. Wow. What a unexpected outcome. What a fantastic win for you, David. Congratulations. Thanks. Happy yeah, to win man. the first episode of 2021. <laughs> it fills you with great pride. <laughs> yeah, this definite legitimate outcome for this episode. Oh man, what a show! What a what a game it was. Um, you know, no screw job here, definitely not. Um, David, I gotta ask. We, uh, you know, this was our first big episode of 2021, but we got a big episode coming up next week. So I'm curious what you got in mind for our uh, for our next big episode. Well, you know, um, I was thinking and I was doing math, and it suddenly hit me: this is our fifth year of doing game that tune. Wow. Like, can you believe that? Because I sure as Guys, shit can't. <laughs> we're hitting the five-year anniversary. Oh, God. This shit's wild. <laughs> if our show was a kid, it would finally start talking. That's how it works, John. <laughs> they don't talk until they're five. <laughs> so I was thinking for a theme. How about games from series that have five installments? It doesn't have to be the fifth installment or beyond, but... If a series has five installments, like Super Mario Brothers, Final Fantasy, etc., any game from that series, if a oh, series has five games, it counts. So at least right. five. It can at have more than five. five. Oh yeah, okay. for sure. so, David. I don't want to be the one to tell you this, but Super Mario Brothers has at least six entries in the series. That's it. <laughs> There's a, a few games. <laughs> if a series has a minimum of five games. Any game from that series. Yeah, I'm talking about it like, you know, ball pit rules. Five and up. See, I was thinking like Monopoly rules. But five balls? Okay, yeah. I thought you were talking yeah, like kids, balls. you know, when kids are speaking <laughs> rules, five and up. Yeah, no, shut up, John. <laughs> oh, God, you know, just go. Uh, get a vasectomy, John. Don't ever have kids. <laughs> Live on the show. <laughs> Do it. Do it for our fifth anniversary show. <laughs> new Patreon tears. Johnny's vasectomy video. Yeah, new new Patreon tears. No, no snip, video. Snap, just audio. Yeah. And he still has to guess the games, too. Shout, uh, shout out to Alex Messenger, part of our snip snip tier. <laughs> uh, you two in the world of service. Preventing Johnny from having kids. No, David, that's a fantastic theme because yes, 
Next week, we are going to have our fifth anniversary. We're entering our fifth year of Game That Tune. What a... What the fuck? What a crazy fucking thing to say, guys. I'm, you know, I'm so happy, honestly. It's it's truly been, you know, <laughs> one of the longer, great pleasures. We've lasted longer than the Beatles, I think? How long were the Beatles around? Johnny, don't give us that much credit. I mean, <laughs> we've lasted longer than the Confederacy. Yeah! Yeah, yeah there it is! Yeah. That's what's up! <laughs> That's timely and topical and fuck all that noise. Yes, game that tune greater than the Confederate States of America. <laughs> oh, I want that shirt. <laughs> Continuing our, our mission of goofing off, having fun, and being greater than the Confederacy. Yeah, these games don't run. <laughs> It's been our goal since we got started. Don't tread on this oh, free play. Man. Yeah, the cornerstone of Game That Tune has been goofing off and having fun and being greater than the Confederate <laughs> States of America. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, man, you know, happy fifth anniversary to us next week. And, yes, games with five or more entries in the series, we're going to be doing it. We're going to be doing it big. It's going to be fantastic. I'm, I'm very proud of us, very proud of... Uh, I guess there's not a second thing to be proud of. Just proud of us. <laughs> proud of us. Proud of our fans proud of for us, sticking proud with of. us. Proud of Yokoshima Mora for doing great music. Yeah. Yeah, let's shout out the Mount Rushmore real quick. Yeah, proud of Motoi Sakuraba, Tim Fallon, Yokoshima Mora, uh, Mitri Yamane. Uh, yeah, proud of everybody, quite frankly. Yeah, we got a, we got a you know, great show we got here. So... Yeah, man. Wow, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We'll congratulate ourselves when the show continues in a week. We'll We've lasted longer than most cans of tuna. Yes. And <laughs> also, I, I assume it's true. <laughs> I haven't checked the expiration date on my tuna in quite some time. But, yes, well, if it lasts more than five should, years, I'll be very if you, impressed. If you buy that can of tuna before we started GCT, you should check that date. It's probably no longer good. What if it's a game that yeah. tuna? I mean, joke's on you. I don't fucking eat tuna. Like, <laughs> if it's a game that tuna, it's on good principle. forever. Then why exactly. do you have a bunch of expired tuna at your house, John? <laughs> that's why I don't... You know, that's the thing. I have a shitload of expired tuna because I don't like it. And, Johnny, this is how it goes. Every year, every year at New Year's, I start a new diet, a new resolution, and I think I'm going keto, or I'm going Whole30, or I'm just going to be doing, like, the bodybuilder shred diet. Or all I buy tuna. a shitload of tuna, and then remember, I won't eat tuna, and I have a pantry full of rotten tuna. That's just how my life goes. This um, has gotten very off track from our theme for the next episode. It's good with like five or more cans of tuna on next <laughs> week's show. So, you know, thank you guys so much for listening tonight. What a show it's been. Uh, thank you to everybody checking us out live. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We're in your podcast device on Tuesday mornings. Search for Game That Tune. Subscribe. We love you guys listening in podcast form or live, however you guys want to join us. Uh, thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune it's the home for awesome exclusives we've got gtt gems we've got mixtapes we just published our best of 2020 mixtape oxymoronic as that title is um and we just uh you know have a blast doing stuff over there at patreon uh, we got movie commentaries uh over there we got another movie commentary being recorded live this friday night so get your votes in um 
We're, uh, we're always having fun, and we appreciate you guys supporting us. Special thanks to the absurd fans over there at Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, and Mork. Last but not least, Mork. Um, thank you to our requester tonight. Johnny took the request. Who gave the request? Uh, one of our top-tier fan producers on Patreon, Alex Messenger. I literally just said the name of the tier, John. He's an absurd fan. Absurd fan. Thank you. Yes. Alex Messenger, the absurd fan and the former video game music fight club champion, now deposed by uh, Team Game That Tune. So, uh, you know, strong lean by us. And, uh, you know, thank you, Alex, for the request. Uh, you can hit us with your requests uh, on Twitter at Game That Tune or find us in our Discord server. Uh, find the link on our website or wherever the fuck you get a Discord link. Uh, or you can hit us up on Twitter at Game That... Uh, oh, wait, shit. I already said that. Uh, you can hit us up uh, individually on Twitter. Uh, I am there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at... jpreganjr. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend. And you can find this week's winner, David Fleming, on Twitter at... DFT Fleming. Fantastic, David. So, you've got the bonus tunes to take us into the new year of 2021. What do you got for us, my man? Well, I wanted to play a song, because um, 2020 was kind of a rough year for a lot of people. So I wanted to start the year off strong. I wanted to start the year off happy. So I wanted to play a song that just makes me happy. Uh, this is a mashup song of Neon Genesis Evangelion's Cruel Angel's Thesis and the DK Rap. Well, goddamn, David, that's really unexpected, and I love it. So, peace out, everybody!
Vane is copyright 2019 Bandai Namco Studios. Super Meat Boy Forever is copyright 2020 Team Meat. Mario Super Picross is copyright 1995-2020 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Spelunky 2 is copyright 2020 Mossmouth and Blitworks. Sonic Colors is copyright 2010 Sega Games Company Limited. Colors. Welcome to oh, Game shit. That Cheese. <laughs> Johnny, Please. turn it off! <laughs> what the fuck? 2021 and we're still the same. <laughs>